Welcome to the January 2008 edition of the More Beer Monthly Podcast, our one-year anniversary episode of this podcast. Stay tuned all through 2008 as we add new features to keep you more informed about all the things you can make at home with the help of More Flavor. And of course, we'll keep you up to speed on More Flavor events, classes and products, and introduce you to More Flavor team members just like we always have. This month, we've got a couple hot discounted items for you, a new brew tip from owner-partner Chris Graham, and we'll get to know the More Flavor in-house project programmer, Brad Norman. First, we'd like to remind you that More Flavor now has three retail locations in California for your shopping convenience, one each in Concord, Los Altos, and Riverside, California. If you're a local, stop on in and see what we're up to. In our Concord location, you can usually find beer, wine, and coffee classes in our Knowledge Center classroom, like the All Grain class with Lodi Brewmaster Jason Brett on Saturday, February 2nd. This class is just $30 and is designed to get you brewing the beer you want to brew, enhance your skills, and teach you every step of the process from a professional. As showroom manager John Plisse gears up for showroom events in 2008, stay tuned here for more information or contact John at John P at morebeer.com. Now, for this month's podcast, I had the chance to sit down with More Flavor's in-house project programmer, Brad Norman. Let's find out what his daily life is like at More Beer. Brad, welcome to the studio. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Glad to have you here, and I'm curious what an in-house project programmer does for a company like More Flavor. All right. It's sort of a fancy name for a code monkey. Uh, we have an e-commerce system that's built with PHP and MySQL, and I do a lot of things to extend and support that functionality, uh, building custom reports and things of that nature. So when a person like me goes and uses the website to find out what you have in stock and different products, is, is that your stuff that I'm looking at? Uh, most of it is uh, the company that we got the system from, but I do a lot of extending. Uh, like the company we got it from does all the product display and we actually buy something. Uh, but you'll notice like the back order reasons, uh, there's some special logic behind that that I wrote. Uh, we have a new thing come to the site where you can actually browse like malt extract and we'll be selling it in multiple sizes. And that's something that I've taken that original design and expanded it to be able to buy those multiple sizes online. Okay, so you're really tailoring that program um, you know, for us to be able to yeah, use better. exactly. Now, did you start as a, a programmer with more beer? Uh, no, I actually started off uh, in the office answering uh, the phones for customer service. And uh, When was that? I started about three years ago, and then uh, probably about six months into that, when we got our new uh, database system and all that, it was the same technology that I was familiar with, and I started working with Chris on uh, making systems in-house, more opposed to what the customers see on the internet. I was doing uh, things like a calendar for the office, or you know, an employee directory, stuff like that. So I started there and slowly grew and took over the rest of the system. It's weird that you would start on phones, and somehow they realize that you know how to do all of these other things for the programming. Yeah, we really ended up kind of taking advantage of uh, each other because they're in a situation where they could use the extra help and I was in a situation where they're going to pay me to learn. Ah, so beautiful. That was the key to the relationship. Yeah, that's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, so I, I definitely fought tooth and nail to be able to get into that position and expand it. Now, how did you find more beer in the beginning? Uh, when I was in high school, I saw an episode of The Simpsons in which uh, Homer became the beer baron. Yeah. And uh, I was intrigued by the idea of being able to get alcohol without having to have a driver's license saying that I was 21. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I got in the phone book and I, I found more beer. And I got their address, and it was actually Olin's house was in the phone book. Oh, right. Uh, so my mom drove me down there, and that was when I met Regan Dillon for the first time. Okay. And within 10 seconds, I knew he was a character. 
<laughs> Everybody does. But yeah, eventually I made it to the shop and I got my starter kit, everything but the kitchen sink, and have been enjoying it ever since. And so your folks were okay with you uh, going down there? What were you, 16 years old or something? I was 15 at the time. All right. Uh, my mom was okay with it, and both me and my dad wondered what the hell she was thinking, but <laughs> yeah, we learned early on not to argue with her. <laughs> So, uh, how long after, you know, here you are shopping with beer, beer, more beer in, in high school. How long after that before you're working there? Uh, let's see, probably been about a year. I was a junior and then I became a senior. And that's when it began brewing every weekend opposed to, you know, every couple months. And I was actually in the shop so much that Olin one day, I was in there and said, you know, you're here every day anyways. You want to just work here? We'll give you a discount. Great. Done deal. <laughs> yeah, you get paid on top of it and a discount. Yep. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Oh, so you've been brewing now for, what, 10 years or something? Yeah, thereabouts. Okay. What kind of system do you brew on? Uh, just a converted Sankey cake. So I'm doing 10-gallon batches. And are you extract or all grain? Extract. You have been the whole time? Yes. How come you don't, uh, not that you have to, but a lot of people have been brewing as long as you kind of switch up to all grain? Uh, yeah, I'm sort of happy with the beer that I'm making. I can't taste a difference between the extract brew and the all grain brew. And I've brewed quite a few all grain batches, and it's always just been more work. And in my experience, something always goes wrong. It, it seems like there's a lot of cussing going on. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So for a hobby, I chose to go the route, which I enjoyed the most. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Keep extract brewing then. Yeah. And uh, It tastes great. That's all that matters. Absolutely. What kind of beers do you like to brew? Uh, pale ales mostly. Okay. Uh, are you one of these guys who just you know keeps brewing the same beer till you get it just right, or are you doing all different types of recipes of, for pale ales? I sort of do two of the same. I have one or two recipes that I really like. And then uh, I do a lot of brewing just to experiment with ingredients. I like to see how different things will taste in the end result. Okay. And I'll take what I've learned and apply it to those core recipes and try and perfect those. Will you be able to do your uh, core recipes with this hop shortage, or are you going to have to switch it up? Uh, I'm switching it up, but okay. I, I'm kind of enjoying that. Yeah? Just There's a, a lot of stuff that I haven't really even heard of that I'm getting the chance to use now. Any uh, brewing disasters that you've had to speak of in your career? Uh, nothing disastrous, like dropping a carboy or losing five gallons of beer other than you know a few sanitation mishaps but everybody has those yeah uh, but I do have a really bad habit of starting a batch getting the boil going and then realizing I forgot my yeast uh, <laughs> luckily awful. I I have a key to the shop and I live close enough that that's never been a huge problem you just go right back yeah but yeah, I see, can imagine lucky. if I was doing mail order that would be an issue <laughs> yeah uh, what do you like about working at more beer uh, I really enjoy the freedom uh, you know, with what I'm doing, the programming, I do a lot of stuff for the inventory systems and keeping in contact with customers. And I really enjoy the fact that I can come to work and think of some way to improve the company or make something better. And that a lot of times, even if the guys don't understand what I'm trying to say, they're just, you know, go for it, Brad. They'll actually listen, let you yeah. do it. Yeah, and even if they're not willing to listen, they're at least willing to let you try it. Yeah. And then if it works, they'll listen. And what if you screw it up? Uh, then you pretend like you never asked, clean up the mistake, and nobody knows. <laughs> no one knows the difference. Does anybody really know what you're doing? Are you one of these guys at the shop who is off in a corner and no one knows what Brad's up to? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I think I would like that kind of a job. Yeah. Yeah, it's not too bad at all. People leaving you alone. Yeah, we have these, these meetings weekly where we, we say what we've done for the week. Yeah. And I have a lot of stuff to say, but I'm not sure how much of it really gets hurt. I see. <laughs> you know, like, oh, I added this function, and then I've extended this, and, you know, everybody gets the end result a couple months later. Like, oh, that's what he did. But yeah. It, it doesn't really click when I talk about it. Doesn't make sense to most of the people. Yeah. All right. All right, Brad. Well, thanks a lot. I'm glad you're doing all that stuff and making the, the website and everything work for us. I'm having a great time doing it, too. All right. Keep it up. Cheers. Hey, thanks for having me here. 
Now, as we do every month here on the More Beer Monthly Podcast, we have some great featured items and specials for you just for listening. First up, our featured item for January is our magnetic stir plate for making the perfect yeast starter, item number Y700 in the store. Continuous aeration is the key to success with this device as it constantly stirs your starter to keep yeast in suspension and oxygen flowing. Increase your yeast cell count and create a huge starter with ease. Just set it and forget it. The stir plate also comes with the magnetic stir bar, so you'll be making perfect pitches before you know it. Order online using coupon code STIR01, that's STIR01, and we'll give you $15 off if you order by February 15th. Take advantage of our overorder and act fast to save big. This item is limit one per customer. Now, our special sale items for the month of January will really tune up your home brewery. First, save $5 on our Ventmatic Sealed Forward Beer Faucets, item number D1212 in the store. These faucets seal forward instead of behind the faucet so they don't gunk and stick like traditional taps. No more prying open your faucet just to grab a beer, my friends. Next, it's always a good idea to periodically replace your thermometers as they can become beat up and out of whack. Save $5 on our Fermentap thermometer with 3-inch face and 6-inch probe. Get faster and more accurate temp readings without having to tap the thermometer with this great deal on item number MT500. For both of these sale items, simply enter coupon code CASTJAN08 as one word. That's CASTJAN08, one word, and order by February 15th. These items are limit three per customer. Now, before we go, here is this month's quick brew tip from More Flavor owner partner, Chris Graham. If you use a kettle that has a ball valve and an immersion wart chiller to cool your wart, this tip might save you from potential infection issues. The ball of the ball valve can sometimes harbor bacteria that can ruin your beer when it runs through it after cooling. Simply remove the ball valve from the kettle between batches, open it halfway, then boil in a pan of water for five minutes. You're sure to remove all potential contaminants. Thanks, Chris. And that wraps up our first podcast of the year here at More Flavor. We want to thank you for tuning in and for supporting the podcast. Listen next month for more specials and brew tips, information about our classes, and more from our More Flavor team. We'll see you here in February. The More Beer Monthly Podcast is a production of The Brewing Network. For more information or to hear additional beer audio, visit thebrewingnetwork.com.